This is Crypto Unplugged. Welcome, listeners, to another market update with Oz. I'm Doc, as usual, here, and uh, as usual, market update with Oz. Oz, what's been happening? What's going on? Yeah, I'm good. How are you doing? You right? I'm all right. Oz, you seem a bit tired today. What's going on? That's what happens when you're looking looking at the charts 24 hours a day. So don't you? <laughs> but you know, it's sometimes I notice that you know when you go into like a zone yeah, when you sleep, is it like you just uh, go into a coma or something? Yeah, you know, when I'm sleeping, um, I don't think anything can wake me up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know what? Look, right? I don't even want to talk about that, actually. Let's just jump straight into technical analysis, right? Well, it 6-2? Nah, what's 6-2 you're talking about? Oh, no. 6-2, is that like a chart or something, yeah? Maybe your age. Nah, nah, 6-2, yeah. Maybe, <laughs> maybe like, you know what I mean, 26, yeah? You know, I thought you were good at numbers, you know that, but I don't know. Uh, let's see uh, we'll see on Sunday oh, we'll see on Sunday definitely okay Oz what's going on with the markets today now let me, just looking at um, Bitcoin at the moment okay it's um, it's going up quite a bit today isn't it and you can see there's going to be you can see a bit of a pump coming up uh, touching around 55 and a half um, Ethereum also 2768 right now things are looking extremely juicy and things are looking quite different to what we noticed last week when we had the last uh, market update with you. You know, uh, extremes. So give us the lowdown. What's your thoughts? Yeah, like I, I said before uh, last week, when we hit that forty-seven thousand, a lot of the key ind- uh, a lot of the key indicators they were reset. So it was a good probability buying that forty-seven thousand uh, where it went to. So I don't know why people are panicking too much. Um, this is this is what I mean. And probably today, because Bitcoin is at fifty six thousand now, people are probably uh, bullish and they want to buy. You see, it's the wrong uh, for me. It's the wrong way to look at it. You, buying last week was was probably good, uh, good idea. Forty seven thousand. Right now, yeah, we're breaking. Uh, we haven't broken it yet because we're still on, uh, still in the middle of the day. But uh, you know, good break above fifty six thousand, uh, around fifty six. Yeah. 1,056,300 would um, would would turn make make us bullish, but we're still not out of the woods yet. I think we, you know you can still see another another pullback. Um, you know you you can potentially see another pullback to the 50 52,000. But overall, I'm bullish in the market, and I wouldn't really worry about uh, these drops that happen. You know when when the dip happens, if it does go back down to uh 50 52,000 or 50 something like that you just buy the dips because to be honest i think in the in the long run now in the next few months i think we're gonna have a really good pump a really good market uh for bitcoin and the altcoins so yeah I, i'm still bullish in the market i've always been bullish in the market um just have to uh, you know just have to buy in the red days and um like today for example i wouldn't buy today again because it's pumped yesterday you had a better chance when it did dip down to 51 or fifty-two thousand, um, but yeah, I'm I'm quite bullish in the market. Yeah, Oz, look, you know, um, a lot of our listeners, um, they still learning a lot. You know, there's a lot of educational content in some of the blogs that you've been posting about, um, you know, basically common indicators in a technical analysis. Now, for someone who's new looking to get into uh, TA, what move would a moving average would you use as an indicator um when to buy um crypto 
or Bitcoin, you know, Ethereum, all, all things like this? Yeah, so I've never really said this before, but um, one moving average that I think works really well, but um, if you're impatient and you like buying every other day, this won't work for you. But if you're patient and you don't mind buying once every few months, then this is something that, that will work and is very strong. It's the 128 day moving average on the daily chart. And what you see with that over history, I'm talking about, you know, past bull runs. It's been a real, a really good um, indicator in terms of when price comes towards it or close to it. That's normally a good buying opportunity on the on the on the on the daily chart. So the last time we had that opportunity was in September. So this is what I'm saying. It doesn't really come too often. So September when Bitcoin was at nine and a half thousand dollars. So we had that in September, and it's and it actually stayed stayed on or close to that moving average for um, for around a, a month. So you know you had a lot of time, and again now just just now and and from nine and a half now we're at we went to forty seven thousand. It was close again to that moving average. So you know that's another um, you know that would be another entry for me. And if we come back down to it, you know if we come back down to it when it's at fifty or fifty one, that would be another. Uh, entry but the one two eight moving uh, 128 day moving average is probably one of the most reliable moving averages but you won't get many you won't get many uh, signals to buy uh, because um, it doesn't it, you know these these signals don't happen every every week or every day they normally happen uh, you know every few months or something like that but, it, but why it's good for a new investor because um, you learn patience you know you learn not to FOMO and all these things that new investors, when they come in, you know, they they struggle with. They buy at any price and, you know, then they sell as well when they panic. So this is very good to keep, uh, you know, to keep yourself patient. Okay, coming on to that. Now, you know, there's a lot of lessons to be learned from mistakes that, you know, you, have, you may have made. Okay, and just for the benefit of our listeners and somebody who's new into trading and things like this. I still remember once when you mentioned that... Um, being a daily trade trader or someone for example who swing trades the difference related to that and even someone who comes in new and they want to flip quickly you know you wouldn't advise something like that would you no so yeah. you know talking about the moving average you know the 180 uh, moving average as an indicator for someone who's fairly new patience being a key as well 120 yeah. yeah yeah sorry so patience being a key there yeah that's the thing because the thing is, I, I get some questions as well on uh, on Twitter and uh, even DMs that, you know, I want to leverage trade. I want to do this. You know, if you're uh, and if you're new, you, don't do it because um, you, it's impatience. You always want to get in, uh, uh, you know, and you think you can beat the market, but the market's too smart. It'll, it'll wipe you out. So this sort of indicator, this uh, moving average, I know people know sometimes use the 20, the 50 day and all that sort of stuff. But the 128 day, I think it's like the 20 week moving average. But um, it's on the daily chart. But the 128 day moving average is such a good moving average to keep patient. And, you know, you don't even have to, you look at the chart once uh, and you can pretty much see where we are. And then you can think to yourself, OK, you know, a signal's not coming up for another few weeks, maybe. And I'll just get my money ready. And you would have missed out all the up and down and, you know, people panicking, people selling, people getting over bullish. And it's just to keep yourself, uh, your emotions in check because that's what kills most people is their emotions. The panic sell because I, I, you know, what happened last week when it crashed down to 47? Why did it crash down? People were getting liquidated. I, I think it was, I can't remember, I think it was 100 million or something crazy uh, liquidated um, sh- uh, shorts 
Uh, and most of this was on on leverage trade. Yeah. So what people do, they they say Bitcoin was big. Bitcoin went to forty seven thousand. So you know, people th- were thinking, yeah, it's going to go down to forty right now. So they short shorted the market, and they didn't just short it um, with with the the account. You know, they shorted it by taking ten. 15 20 even a <laughs> madness 100 times leverage so what they had so you know the 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 what the exchanges the trading exchanges are giving them 100 times their money 50 times their money but then again their stop loss is so tight when the price reversed like that what what do you think happened it was a short squeeze and everybody all the people who were betting that it's going to go sh- uh, lower ended up getting liquidated and all their accounts were blown so what's the point, you know, and so it's new traders who get, who, you know, a lot of new traders get uh, caught up in this. They think they can make a, you know, $50,000 or $100,000 in a day. It doesn't work like that. Yeah. It don't work like that. And uh, patience. No, absolutely. You're 100% right. And if it's not even for you in terms of getting into this, or if you find yourselves... You know, personally, I don't do trading like this and you don't do trading like this. You don't do daily trading at all. Um, You may see, for example, a good entry and you may see, you know, working on cycles and stuff and volume and then taking out profits and buying on red days or during a correction rather than, uh, you know, um, daily trading. So daily trading is a dangerous game. You know, I've done. And, you know, you're talking about you've done it, right? I've done day trading. I've done that sort of stuff. And the thing is, firstly, you have no life. You, you understand so you know especially when i you know I, and the there's a lot of uh even if you're right there's a lot of emotion involved in it there's a lot of uh you have to you know it's, it's real money on the line but and for me the swing trading or longer term trading you know you buy at decent areas less margin of error and you have a good life as well and i think it's all about balance and maybe for yourself as well so you know that's this is why i don't think and especially for somebody who's coming new into the into the game uh yeah. you'd be crazy doing leverage trading yeah common misconceptions as well you know you 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 mentioned the tweet earlier okay um about one minute <laughs> 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 yeah now you know i wanted to let it go but yeah i didn't really want to let it go to be honest with you yeah come on let's just uh, get to it so what is this one minute trading uh red green day type of thing i mean do you know anybody who seriously trades on a one minute apart from one particular person <laughs> I think there's some people who do, yeah. you know, some people, I don't know how they do it, you know, they, they glue to the chart. But that particular person, yeah. I still remember, I think he went to his yeah. house once and, or he mentioned it on WhatsApp and he mm. said, the Bitcoin's going down. I said, what time frame are you looking at? And when he said, the one minute chart, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I just had to, uh, I had to uh, just, just pause there. And he was somebody who, who just got into crypto, I think a month ago, uh, yeah. before, you know, just in that month period, I think it was... Uh, maybe last year april may or something um but yeah so the thing is that i always always see newer traders tend to get into uh you know looking to these one minute charts and you know it goes up goes down and the emotions are everywhere you know what forget about that yeah the reason why is because you know uh, it's, it's a greed factor isn't it it's trying okay just one question for you oz from one of our twitter followers steve zerp at professor zerp um, could you discuss some good strategies for taking profits? When you say taking profits, does that typically mean converting alts into BTC or USD? And how much do you typically sell? Well, yeah, that, that's an interesting question because it's not it's not just one answer for everything. So, uh, but basically, what I used to. Uh, 
what I'm generally using to take profits is um, there's obviously divergences in in uh, in price and momentum when um, price is going higher, but momentum is actually not is not matching. And uh, you know you can use a lot of indicators, RSI, stochastic, and 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 whatnot. Uh, I normally use a CCI for that just to just to see uh, you know a better. I think it gives me better better signals and also support and resistance if it's if it's hitting resistance lines where I think you know it's going to struggle. Yeah, take some profits. Now, how much do I take? That all depends, you know, on on how big the the my my basically my bag is. Sometimes I take twenty percent, you know. Yeah. Other times I might take fifty percent. You know, and and sometimes I might just take all of it if I if I don't want that coin anymore. But it all depends on 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 the particular situation. It's not like I have a stand. I'm always going to take twenty percent. I'm always going to take fifty percent. It depends on the situation. You know whether I want that bag anymore as well. Um, yeah, and and, and that's, that's that's how I uh, that's how I do it. So, um, and do I convert it into BTC or USD? USD. So right now. Because I because Bitcoin and the altcoins they look like they're going together. I um, I take it in USD, uh, USDT, um, and then when it uh, the price drops in USDT, I'll, I'll pick it up again if I want that coin again. So uh, um, I normally take the profits in USD. I know some people take it in BTC and want to stack more BTC, but the way I look at it at the moment is that I can get more BTC or Ethereum or whatever coin I want. Once I get it in USD and and buy it back uh, at lower prices. Okay, Oz. You know you're talking about um, the indicators that you commonly use. You know, support, resistance, RSI, CCI, stochastic, and you know on the blog you've been giving some pa- basic articles. You know, introducing these con- concepts to uh, potential people who are getting into TA or some. You know, maybe need to understand how you look at TA and some of the charts that you've been producing. Now, stochastic. Um, any plans to write an article, blog article on stochastic indicator? Yeah, um, uh, so I've been a bit behind lately, but yeah, I'm I'm gonna plan to write um, things on the stochastic. Um, also, the um, even the CCI and the, the some of the volume indicators. So yeah, I do plan to uh, write some more articles um, about the, the indicators and how to use them and how I use them. I don't typically use them sometimes like um just oversold and overbought i look for more than that in in the indicators um you know people for example they say when it's above 70 it's overbought or when it's below 30 it's oversold yeah that's the basic concept but sometimes i look at different patterns within the indicators to to try give me an edge on on the market okay and what about you know just finally any uh, thoughts what's gonna you know what you um envisage to happen over the next seven days or so Seven days, yeah, it's difficult. I, I, th- I still think, um, you know, once we break that 56, 57,000 convincingly, then I think we'll, we'll be on another run. Um, you know, you could see pullbacks, you could see another watch out for a pullback to uh, again to the 128 day moving average or close to it because I think that that's still on the cards. Whether it'll happen or not, you know, I don't know, but that's still something to think about. And all I would say is if you are looking to buy, buy on red days, um, don't fall more in on green days. And, you know, the bull market is not over. I think there's a long way to go yet. So, um, so yeah, uh, you know, I'm, just, I'm optimistic for the next uh, six to eight months. Fantastic. And so am I. Okay. And um, uh, Oz, if there's nothing else, we'll just close off here. But just to um, remind our listeners, we've had a fantastic special with uh, Eugene Nussbaum from MILC platform, um, MLT token. 
And usually, look, um, to be honest with you, um, this project is actually something that I'm quite optimistic about, um, particularly after listening to Eugene yesterday and going to do a bit more research. And I will be also doing a full review on MLT token a bit later on. Um, so watch out for that one and listen to that podcast. Keep continue supporting us. And hopefully on Sunday, Monday, we'll be coming back with our usual episode. Oz, thanks a lot. Oz, listeners, thanks a lot for keeping around. Staying around, sorry, and uh, see you in the next episode. Thanks for listening to Crypto Unplugged. We hope you learned something from this episode. For more information, check us out on Twitter at Crypto underscore Unplugged. If you enjoyed this podcast, don't forget to like and review us. And thanks again for listening to Crypto Unplugged.